0: Just a quick heads up, I use a few curse words in this episode. Hey, how's it going? My name's Lee Hopkins, my pronouns are he, him, his, and I'm a transformational coach for the Patterns of Possibility. The Patterns of Possibility is all about helping you replace harmful patterns with new possibilities. So in this video, I'm going to be answering some questions that I found in the subreddit of friendship advice. Now I'm not a psychologist, not a counselor, I'm not a doctor of any kind, but I'm a transformational coach who helps people build genuine connections. So that's what I'm going to do in this video. I'm going to apply some of my expertise and my experience to some of these questions. So, ready? Let's go. Hey, thanks for joining me again. So I'm really glad to get started with these questions. All right, let's just jump in, right? Friendship advice. First one, trying to see if this is a real friend or if she just has so much time on her hands. I wonder what they mean by that. I've had this friend for a few years and recently she broke up with her boyfriend and we've become really close over the last six months. We talk on FaceTime for hours and know everything about each other and all of these and all of each other's secrets and everything. I asked her to watch my cats while I went away for a week, and she said, possibly. She has watched them before, but I also do favors for her as well, and it's mutual, mutually beneficial relationship. I've given her tons of prescription drugs, such and such because she needs them while doing her MBA. She's having trouble finding a doctor that takes her insurance. So I didn't think anything of it. Besides the point, she offered to watch my cats if I paid for her Ubers all over for the next week while she goes on dates and such. Yet everyone takes the train in New York City. So I thought it was odd that she would end up being, what? it ended up being $500. She also said, it's hard to balance school and watching my cats. And she really needs to focus on school the next week because this is her last MBA semester. And she needs to know, she needs to nail it. And she has also, she has, she also has like no money because she's in a strict budget with her student loans. And she can't afford to be in the city. And for the Ubers in the city, I may as well put them in a kennel for the week. So I just took my cats with me and I didn't tell her. I posted pictures on my trip and the fun things like vineyards and parties with all the celebrities and such. And she started to get excited and asked to come. While drunk, I said, sure, and booked the flight for two weeks to come here. And I was thinking, what the fuck about school and being so poor that you can't watch the cats for one week? I spoke with a friend I'm staying with, and they asked if she was a real friend and a close friend, and I assured them she is, and they assured me she is using me. What do you think? I don't want to invest in someone who will drop everything for a trip, but had the excuse prior saying they're too poor and they have to focus on school. Seems fucked up to me. Man, I could have said it better myself. That's fucked up. That is, that's a mess. Uh, So I'm curious about this friend that you have. I mean, definitely your feelings about the situation seem like they have merit to them based on the behaviors that you described. It seems like they are using you, but you're not seeing that. You're not saying that. I don't know, there's some kind of disconnect here. It's like you know it, but you're pretending not to know it. Why are you pretending not to know this? Because you have feelings about how their stories don't line up, the story doesn't line up. All right, I don't have any money and I can't watch your cast because I'm too busy, but I can come come to this very fun trip with you as long as you pay for it. Hmm, that doesn't, doesn't add up. You should not have the time. Why not do these things for me, your friend, that you're not really getting paid for, but you actually are. You offered the, or she asked to be paid for it somehow. It just seems like it. the relationship is one-sided from an outsider looking in. It's one-sided. But the fact is, the fact is that we don't do anything that doesn't benefit us in some way. We don't we don't <laughs> if we don't do anything that that we're we're not really forced to do something uh, that's so hard to say it's so hard to say cuz there are extreme situations but if you're trying to save your life if if uh you sacrifice something for your child let's say you want to do that because you care so much for your child it benefits you because you want to see your child succeed or succeed or have success or 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 whatnot, and it's a difficult situation to be put in, whatever it is. But you make the choice that feels best for you. Usually, you, usually, I just want to qualify it with usually because I don't want any emails saying that hey, this isn't true, blah blah blah. I will hear your I will hear your side of it, but um, I'm sure I can point out. You know, I'm not going to. I gotta stop with that. I'm going on the r I'm going on a different direction. The point I'm trying to make is that you are doing something to benefit from this. You're benefiting from your relationship with her somehow. What is it? What is it that keeps you hanging on to this person? There is a few dynamics we can explore. Like you have more money than they do. I I point that out because I felt in my relationships that I made more money than my partners and it made me feel like I was needed. It made me feel like I was invaluable to them. And that was a no-no because the relationships didn't work out. It's not about this power dynamic. So I that's a thing that plays in your relationship. There's a power dynamic that plays in. You clearly have funds available for you and it seems like they're having a more difficult time if indeed that is what they're saying. But you do get the ability to give to them and be valued, valuable to them. So just think about that. What else are they providing for you in your life? What makes them a good friend? A good friend to me is someone who can listen to my thoughts and my feelings. Someone who can get me together if I'm really messing up. Somebody who really knows my ins and outs and when I'm saying some BS, I'm talking bullshit, and I'm not making any sense, they're gonna say, hey, you don't make any sense. What are you talking about? Let's talk this out, let's think about what's going on. That's a good friend to me. A good friend They don't have to loan me money. A good friend doesn't have to do things for me. Many of my good friends are in different places, live in different places, since we're all adults. Uh, What is it about this relationship that makes you wanna keep it? So, what do I think? I think it's fucked up. But there's two people in this relationship I think that you could just cut it off if you wanted to. But what's stopping you from doing that? The answer, well, do some soul searching, figure it out, and you'll see where this relationship goes. If you don't find anything that they can do for you. I guess the exercise, I guess the exercise I would say for you to do is to write down those things that they do for you and be specific about what makes a good friend. Be specific. Don't say, oh, they're always there for me. Now, how are they always there for you? Do they cry on your shoulder? Do you cry on their shoulder? Will they call when you come? Do they support you in these ways that are very important to you? I think you're not gonna find those things, but I'm an outsider looking in, and I don't know what's really valuable to you. I hope that helps you. Best of luck. Let's move on to the next one. All right, this one is a coworker friendship. I work with this very bright, attractive, and super kind woman at my office, and we have collaborated on many important projects. I'm happily married and in my late 40s, and she is in her mid-20s. We have struck up a casual coworker friendship and ties on social media. I would be remiss in not admitting that I am attracted to her, but I am human and I realize that this just happens. She recently asked me if I could watch her cat for her while she left town. I declined because it felt like I was crossing a boundary that shouldn't be crossed. She seemed a little hurt by it, but I want to continue being cordial at work and an acquaintance and nothing else. I am beating myself up about it now because my excuse to not do it was super lame and I guess I would have actually done it for the other coworker friends. I am just trying to be very careful about boundaries with someone who I feel a real kinship and honest attraction toward. I think she scrambled to find someone to watch her cat. What are others' thoughts? whoa hey I like this one I like this one what are other thoughts what are my thoughts about this well man great great way to see boundaries I think that's very emotionally healthy to create those boundaries it's like you know what all your feelings are about this person and you know about yourself too you clearly know that you're attracted to them because they're in their early 20s and they're young and you're in your late 40s and you have something kind of fresh and new, nearby, interesting, and a new thing to explore. So of course they'd be exciting, they're attractive, they're smart, all those things that you value. So you know that your feelings about that can step into some dangerous, quote, dangerous territory where you are maybe falling for her or, or crossing that line being a friendship. And I I really appreciate that you know that about yourself and you're just willing to to put up a boundary for that. I think it's natural that you're second guessing your decision. I wholeheartedly believe that you made the right decision. You made the the correct decision. Uh, The only thing that you could do to maybe enhance it is to talk to them about your feelings and you're gonna see what happens to your relationship. Because right now there's something between you that's unsaid. And it's not about the cat. It really isn't about the cat and the fact that she had the scramble. And that's just a distraction between you being in an intimate space with her and sharing more intimacy and you're already attracted to her and you're gonna to go to a space where you're going to be more intimate and You're going to fall into some emotional uh, territory where you're maybe more connected than you should be. I think they call it emotional cheating or or something like that. Where you're talking to them more than you're talking to your wife or your friends or someone else. They, They suddenly become this love interest for you. And you know that. But you know that. So you didn't go for that. They're 20, so they don't know stuff. I mean... I'm in my late thirties and I remember when I was in my early twenties, I thought I knew everything. Actually, when I was a teenager, I knew I knew everything. I know that that's just not true these days. There's some life experience. There's probably some experience that that she has not had yet to, to get her to this point where, you know, you can see how easily emotions can be crossed and boundaries can be crossed and everything. So you as the person with the more life experience, way to go for creating that boundary, taking the responsibility and creating that boundary. I would say that they don't really know better. So if you want to permanently put yourself, I hope that you do, put yourself in this place where you're a friend and not someone who possibly could be, even though it could be something more, even though that's kind of, fresh and fun and interesting if you want to permanently put yourself uh a strong boundary up i'd recommend that you talk about your feelings and about how you're just not going to cross these boundaries all right best of luck man i hope this works out for you whatever you decide to do but uh, keep that boundary strong all right let's move on to the next one This one's entitled, I need help. <laughs> love it. My lost history will tell you in a better in better detail what my problem is. My ex friend blocks me after love bombing me during our quote makeup conversation. Uh, that's the too long to read, too long didn't read version of it, short version. Um, this fight has completely destroyed me. As dramatic as that sounds, I don't know how else to describe it. This person has left me confused and with no closure. She strung me along by saying how amazing I was and claiming she wanted to be friends. I can't think of a reason as to why she would block me out of the blue when she was so nice seconds before. All the advice I've gotten on here tells me she's a bad friend and that I shouldn't be her friend. And I agree. Hmm. But there's a huge part of me that disagrees. Hmm. Okay. She was my best friend, my biggest support. I genuinely love her to this day, but I also feel so much anger. There's a thin line between love and hate. (laughs) I think, yeah, wow, I've noticed a lot of the friends we used to share are leaving me or ignoring me. I'm completely alone other than my family. Now I'm constantly second guessing myself as a person. I feel like I'm the bad guy. I feel like I'm not seeing this huge red flag on me that everyone else sees. Like I know there's one, but I don't know what it says. I feel like I'm losing my mind. I feel so many contradictory emotions and opinions, it's driving me insane. I desperately wanna hear from her and apologize. I want her back in my life, but I know we're both probably better off not being friends. I just feel like I'm actually crazy. I was starting to get over this. Then I think one moment and I lose it. I feel like I'm not a person anymore. I feel like a mistake. I wish I could restart my life and never walk down this path. I hate myself, though I know I'm trying to do good. All this was my fault from the beginning. I don't know what kind of help I need, a therapist probably, maybe. Maybe I need to be put in the hospital. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I want posting this. I'm just desperate to move on and I can't. I can't live like this anymore, please help me. Uh, wow, yeah, cool. Well, we go from one that is really emotionally mature to one that is not so emotionally mature and developed. You know, I really appreciate that this person took the time to write it out. It does seem like they're pretty young because of the way they're handling the situation. Uh. I think the language shows it. I can't tell if they're male or female. I think maybe they're male because of this love thing with the relationship. Or I think that male men and males tend to hang on a lot more to female relationships. That they, if they're friend zoned, essentially they hang on to these relationships, hoping that they can get somewhere. Hoping that they can do something and be somebody that will, will make them, you know, fall in love or make make their their friend really show value to them or show them that they love them, get something that they want out of it. That's what makes me think that this is a male writing this, saying all those things. You know, I I do sympathize with them. I definitely know what this feels like. You feel just crazy made by the whole thing. You know, it's good, but it's not. It's like, you know, you have so much, it's like having too much of a good thing, like ice cream or Klondike bars. I really like Klondike bars for some reason. I've just gotten a kick to them. So there's these little ones that, uh, they're like 12 in a pack and they're like little thin ones. And I just kind of put the entire bar in my face, just, just like that. And then after the 10th one, I'm like, it's good, but I know I can't. I, oh, it's so good, but I oh, I feel sick. You know, that, that situation where you want it, but you know that it's not good for you. Definitely, many people can relate to that. Just anybody who's ever sat around for a dinner that they've just eaten and they're just, they love it so much. I love food, so I hope you get the idea that this is not a unique situation. This feeling, these contradictory feelings of love and hate aren't contradictory, so you're definitely not crazy. It's great that you can feel your emotions. It's great that they're there. it's just that they're a whirlwind and a shitstorm of things and you gotta be able to sort them out. Okay, this is where you do the work and you start sorting stuff out. What is it about this person that you love? What is it about this person that you hate? I recommend taking a look at them and writing them down and be specific with the actions, be specific about it. Don't say they're always there for me or that they're important to me or I like the way we play or the way they smile, I like how we hang out together, I like their dimples or nothing like that. Those aren't specific things. You wanna look at specific things that they do for you that upset you, specific things that they do for you that Make you feel supported those two things gotta be specific they hold my hand when i'm scared when i tell them i'm scared that's specific you feel supported look into that and figure out what's going on with that why do you love and hate them why do you love and hate them and see what is so important about this love thing or this this love thing that it overpowers the hate and you have to just get into a relationship. You just have to talk to them because you feel like you love them a lot more and you can deal with the hate stuff. It's it's a cycle of push and pull and and fighting and um, trying to feel like you're valued, being a victim, um, being a bully, it's all of those things, and it seems like you are living out that pattern. You're living it out because you're fighting on it. You're fighting on uh, on social media, being blocked, all of a sudden being blocked, and you're confused, now you're the victim. I'm confused, what happened? I don't know, I'm always so nice. and But then it's your fault also, you see at the end, for what, what did you do? You got, you mad and you lost your temper? You said some mean things? Oh, now you're the bully and now they're the victim. And so we're just, Playing this role over and over again, but you did this, but you did that. Okay, okay. That is crazy. That is. Start with looking at these feelings that you have, the love and the hate. Why? What is it that they do that makes you love? What is it that they do that makes you hate so much? and see just what you want. Are those any of the things that you want? I hope that this helps. It seems like there is a lot more work to do, but great job on feeling yourself. And definitely, I hope that you will be nicer to yourself in this, you're only a human person with feelings and you're gonna make mistakes and you're gonna find yourself tangled in these things just like everyone else out there. Your story is not unique and you're not alone in this. All right, I hope that helps. All right, let's move on to the next one. This one's keep her or drop her. I have a friend who I adore a bunch. She can be super supportive when she wants to be but there are definitely times where I need a friend and she's nowhere to be found. Now I am an adult, so is she. I try to be understanding of her time and I I hope she tries to be understanding of my time too. But I'm finding it's hard to make things work between me and her, and it almost feels like I'm trying to force the friendship, which I know shouldn't feel this way. I take care of my elderly grandmother, I'll take her to appointments, grocery stores, to the post office, whatever she needs me to go for her, I'll do it. End parentheses. Sometimes this friend will, quote, help when I'm at work. I work 50 hours a week sometimes. But when time comes to do whatever needs to be done, she's either asleep or just entirely forgot. Scary thing. She's a mom. Hmm. Another annoying thing she does is when she wants to hang out, she will ask to come over and then, depend on what I'm doing, I'll say, yes, please come over. One of the 10 times of asking, she'll actually come over. And when she doesn't come over after saying she will, she won't even let me know if she's coming or not. It's just, yeah, 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 I'm coming and three hours later, it's nothing. I'm really getting tired of making plans with a friend to be flaked on. I have a life too. What should I do? Because I'm at the end here. I would just like some suggestions. Whoa, all right, that's a good question. Some suggestions, I've got suggestions, I've got some ideas. You've come to the right place. The front page of the internet, Reddit, where some random person will pick up your information and give you some advice that you asked for. All right, so this is a quite a situation that you have here. Definitely doesn't feel like you're very respected with your time and your energy. You've got 50 hours a week of work and you also have an elderly grandparent to take care of or elderly parent to take care of. Grandparent, that's what you said. You have someone elderly to take care of, so that's more time and more energy that you're giving. And then to just kind of wait around for hours upon hours without any word is kind of rude. It's really rude, it's not very respectful of you at all. So the relationship and the friendship dynamic here seems very strained and very um, disingenuous. Like you both aren't communicating with each other about how you really think and how you really feel about things. What's going on that you can't do that? Well, you're not connected, I mean, I would not have a problem telling my friends that I'm not gonna come, I'm not gonna go to their place after three hours or like, no, I'm not gonna do that because I don't want them to wait for me and I don't wanna go, you know? Let's not waste each other's time. I wanna be your friend, but I don't wanna do this. And if you're a good enough friend, then you'll realize that we'll be another time. No big deal. But it seems to be a problem, a little thing like that seems to be a problem in the relationship with you two. You're both friends and I wish I had more context to this. I wish I had more information to, to see how you two behave with each other. I hear that she's a mom and she also helps you with your grandmother. So those are some really nice qualities that she has, she's able to help you, but she's not being honest with you and i wonder if it's because something that you might do like if she is honest with you are you okay with what she says if she says hey i don't want to come over then do you get mad do you blow up do you say see this is always this is always your thing you always never want to you always say that you want to come over but you never do so i'm tired of this and i really wish you to come over we didn't hang out for a long time blah 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 Do you respect what she says? Think about that. Just think about it. Put yourself in a situation where she has told you something that you didn't really like, that made you feel uncomfortable. Think about that last time she fell asleep or said she was sleeping when she was going to help you. Did you guys even talk about that after it happened? Like this three-hour thing, did you just say, yeah, okay. and? the next time they do it again, yeah, okay, man, I was waiting for you and you don't really hold them accountable for it. If you want um, your friendship to grow, you have to start being a little more vulnerable. You have to start telling them how you feel and also receiving what they feel. So I don't know why she doesn't wanna come over. I don't know why she doesn't say that she doesn't wanna come over but I think it has something to do with your reaction to it. Think about that. Think about it. Deep breath. If you you are doing something that's giving her a signal that maybe she shouldn't share with you, then she's not going to. And you're gonna be kind of confused and you're like, well, why aren't you telling me these things? So start with your behavior and see where it goes from there. I hope that helps. Best of luck. All right, let's move on to the next one. This one's entitled, I've lost my best friend. Oh no, ah. I, a 19 year old male, knew a girl, 20 year old female, about three months ago, but we clicked and we talked daily video chat often, but the problem aroused two weeks earlier when she knew another guy. Now she doesn't talk to me, only if I initiate. And she makes plans with the other guy despite me asking her out at the same date. This really destroys me after I thought I found my soulmate. I'd asked her about this guy before me and she's just someone I've asked her about this guy before, and she said, he's just someone you don't need to worry about, but unfortunately my worries became true. Now I'm back at point zero. I hate myself, I have no friends, and loneliness is killing me. All right, this one, there's no question. There's no questions in there. They're just basically declaring that the life sucks and Everything sucks. <laughs> I understand this. I definitely get this. I, I wanted to talk about this one because uh, all these things just feel so real to me, this rejection that you're facing. And after three months, you're feeling like you really love a person. And honestly, that scares the shit out of me. What? You don't even know me. <laughs> three months. Wow, three months. But you are a young man, you are young, so those feelings do kind of pop up like that um, when we have younger people. So it just really seems like it's too much, too fast. It's scary, it scares me. And I'm, I'm just way over here reading your post, but it scares me. There's, you just want too much from this person too quickly. And you said that they're a friend, but you're not talking like you're friends. You're being covert about it. You're not saying I wanna date you. This is not what it's about. Best friend, best friend, dude, best. I have so many feelings about this because the best friend after three months, they're just a person that you've met. Even if you stayed with them for months upon months together, even if you were just living together for three months, you wouldn't truly know exactly who they are. You just don't have enough time invested to know that. Now maybe you've had a couple of things that you really click on, but it seems like it is more from your side than their side. And it seems like it's quite desperate for you to wanna connect with them. No shame in that. I say that with no shame, by the way, because I've done the same thing. And it's just what you do when you feel lonely. You grab for whatever's close and whatever you think will work for you. And you hang on to that thing. And it sucks because it seems like they are the only person that you can talk to because you're posting out here on Reddit, you don't have anyone to process this with. No family to share with, no one who will tell you that, you know, this is, I know this hurts, but um, you know, things will get better or someone that you can just complain to about. Like you do all this, I did all this stuff for her and I can't believe that she just left me. She told me that she was just hanging out with this guy but now she's dating him and I wanted to date her. I can't believe this. There's no one around for you to, to vent to like that. And that's it's definitely a lonely, lonely, lonely place, lonely feeling. I take a deep breath for myself because I feel that, I feel that, I do. <sighs> deep breath. I know, so you didn't really ask for any advice or anything like that, but the best thing that will help you, the only thing that I think that you need in this situation, well, there's more things. One of the things that will really benefit you, one of the things that you can do for yourself is to start learning more about you. Start learning more about who you are and what you want in life. Start figuring out what you're good at. Go try a bunch of things. What you gotta do to attract the person that is going to be your best friend is to be your genuine, authentic self. Always, 99% of the time, You want to do things. And when I say genuine, authentic, you're always being yourself because who else can you be, right? What I mean is that when you're doing things, you want to make sure that they're things that feel fulfilling to you, that they serve some kind of purpose for you and that they enrich your life in some way. That's what genuine and authentic means to be like that to be true to your entire essence, whatever that is for you. So what is it that you like to do for fun? Your loneliness will start disappearing when you start finding these things that bring you joy, when you start doing things that challenge you, when you start becoming curious about your world and how you affect your, your everyday life, how you affect people's lives. I recommend that you find something that you like to do, something that you enjoy that's stimulating. Don't watch TV. No, don't 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 watch TV unless you're learning something from the television. Don't get caught up in watching TV. You don't want to have your brain kind of shut off and be passive. You want to make that thing think. You want to make it work. All right? Best of luck to you. Loneliness sucks, but you can definitely get out of it. Looks like that was the last one. So hooray, we made it. All right, thank you so much for tuning in. I really appreciate it. Um, All of you who posted on Reddit, thank you again. You didn't ask for me to answer your questions, but I did because you put them out there for us in the universe and I happened to scoop them up. They feel so much like everything that I've experienced before in my life. You are definitely not alone in your experiences with your pain and your loneliness. Thank you for sharing it for the, with everyone so that others can feel less alone. All right, if you want to follow me, I'm on Instagram, I'm on YouTube, and I'm on, not Facebook, but uh, on Reddit. You can ask me questions at Patterns of Possibility at gmail.com, or you can find me on the socials. Like I said, leave a comment here on YouTube if you're watching on YouTube, and have a wonderful day. My name's Lee Hopkins, my pronouns are he, him, his, and this was the Patterns of Possibility. Take care.